Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. Welcome to another impromptu pop-up from the Just Seen podcast. Today I want to talk about, it's going to be like a mix between introspection and enlightenment. You feel me? I don't want to be on no super, super woke shit, but I don't know. You know, I've been in a different, I've been in a real different bag lately. Um, I'm back like heavily on my meditation and my studies and shit and like studying, studying the way that I used to get down, you know, years ago before I, you know, became an entrepreneur and started locking in like, and in that it was in that what I, what I realized was that the only reason why I did all of this was so I can have moments to study was so I can have moments of growth development, you know what I mean? Internally. And, you know, of course have time with my family and shit like, and in those, in that capacity, I started to, you know, slip away from that a little bit, but that's not what this is about, but I'm just, you know, I'm setting my mood. You feel me? I'm setting my mood. So as I'm studying and reading and shit, um, I come across a quote that says, let me make sure I say it right, because I don't want to fuck it up. It says, it says enlightenment uh, yeah, that's what it says. Enlightenment cannot be studied or pondered, but only lived, right? And so hearing that shit, like, well, reading that shit, it kind of, it kind of hit me because um, when I talk to people, you know, and they want to know, you know, you know, not a horn tutor and shit, but they want to know how I how to get to you know my level of awareness how to get to my level of consciousness, how to get to um, just the way in which I understand the world the way that I do. And one thing that they always say is, yo, what books are you reading? Like, I need to know, like, like show me. And I could never, and I never really felt that like before, like I can give you any book I, I want to give you. It, it don't matter. Like, you're not me. And I would say that to motherfuckers and they'd be like, that's fucked up. Like, how you going to say that? You don't know if I'm not. I don't. I don't. It ain't about me believing whether or not you're smart enough or intelligent enough to understand the information that I study. That's not the, the context. I said, you have to be me to understand the level of shit that I have reached. And I could never formulate it because I ain't never really put the two and two together until I read that quote. And I was like, and then it hit me. It was like a boom, you know, aha moment. And it, it it brought into perspective of, you know, just from a personal understanding of why I've always, I ain't gonna say always, but over the last couple of years, like I stopped putting emphasis and information to people like that. And it's, it's also low key, low key, slowly making me not want to teach anymore because, um, it put into perspective and helped me absolve myself from a situation that I just had with one of my um, master of market students. First student that I ever had, I couldn't get it. And I blamed myself. At first I blamed myself and I'm like, you know, cause the person, you know, they were telling me, oh, I'm losing and I just can't get the trades right or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yo, this is like a hit or miss for me. And it's like, I'm like, yo, I gave you everything. I don't know how, you know, 
to tell you to apply it. You know, and then the person tried to guilt trip me and, you know, and, you know, basically told me they were like, um, yeah, I'm embarrassed that they said that I'm embarrassed that I even recommended people to you um, because you gurus are all the same. You you secure your own bag and don't worry about anybody else. I'm like, of every student that I have, you're the only one failing. But I'm like, I'm still internalizing it as, you know, some shit that I'm doing wrong. I'm like. What is it? And then as, you know, I internalized that shit because it, it did fuck me up a little bit because I felt bad because the motherfuckers losing money and shit. But there was other factors that played into that. Like the fact that the person is trading on an unregulated uh, trading broker. Not only that, they're trading with a leverage of one to 500. So any stop loss you take is automatically going to be 500 times greater than a stop loss you would have took in a regular regulated um current like thing. So it's like, this ain't on me. I had a, like this is not on me. The, the the gist of what's going on is not on me. It's on this person's understanding, and it ties into what I'm talking about today as far as enlightenment. Because you don't study enlightenment. You don't practice like you. You don't learn enlightenment. You live it. You can't sit and ponder it and be a philosopher like it's. It's about what you live. You feel what I'm saying? And when I look at so many different dynamics of my life, and I look at so many different things that that people have asked me about, like, yo, put me onto this book, put me onto that, like, from everything as far as trading, as far as um, trading and investing, as far as plant-based lifestyles, like, a lot of these things, I realize that there's a degree of separation between many people and myself in how they present us, like, it's the way I lived it. You feel what I'm saying? So we all can be enlightened and we all need to reach that level of enlightenment, but our individual enlightenment is not found in a book. It is found in our experience. Well, it is found in a book, the Akashic Records, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. But before we dive heavy into it, be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Just Seen Podcast. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip donate sponsors to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated as always. To all those who would like to tip donate sponsors to the podcast, you can do so by clicking clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not the episode, but the podcast itself. Cash App and PayPal are fine. And as you know, that's this for that and that's that for this. So when we take this break, we're going to come back and dive into impromptu pop-ups 18, Enlightenment. <laughs> Oh yeah, and don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for series trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And as I was saying, like, enlightenment isn't something you learn how to do. 
And that is one of the things that I've learned has been something that has really ran the conscious community. I, I was a member at one point in time. You know, I've been a, when I when I look at my life and I look at every school of thought that I've affiliated with, it's like at what point at, at what point did I lose my way in that school of thought? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't mean lose my way in the sense of I got fucked up, but it's like each school of thought that I was in, I've transcended it. And it's never been a point of being afraid to transcend it. And I never understood why. Like, And then I would look at people and say, yo, you're learning and studying all of this, but it's not enlightening you. Now, in hindsight, I can say those words that it's not enlightening you. I just didn't know what it was at the time. It's like, how can I get this and you can't? How do I see this and you don't? And it showed me that the entire time, whenever I was in a school of thought, I was really experiencing it. I was living it. So in living it, it wasn't a matter of regurgitating and and given this, you know, certain information. I did a lot of studying, but the studying that I did, it's a crazy reality. It's not a crazy reality. I'm going to say it's a paradox though, but it's a paradox because I would know it before I studied it. You feel me? And the studying, the reading of the books was confirmation for the shit. Like, and so that was one of the first reasons that I, first ways in which I learned the powers of enlightenment. Enlightenment isn't something that you can find in a book. I don't care what book you think you read. Enlightenment isn't universal. It's individual. Your enlightenment, you're not going to be enlightened the way that I'm enlightened. I'm not going to be the enlightened the way that you're enlightened. However, our enlightenments can coincide with one another and we can you know, meet in harmony. But the experiences of life and the way in which we live life is not going to enlighten us the same way. Even siblings growing up in the same household, same structure, will not be enlightened the same way because the way in which they experience life is going to hit them differently. What enlightens them, what brings them to the light is going to be totally different. You feel me? But it's never a book. And we get we get wrapped up in that information. Like the books and all of the shit, the studies are cool, but the studies are not what get us there. The studies help quantify and no, not quantify. The studies help qualify our experiences, right? We experience the shit first and then we got to put words to it. That's that's what I've learned that enlightenment really is. Like, <clears throat> it's not so much as, okay, I go through this first and then I'm, oh, I'm a Buddhist monk and nun and all of this other shit. It's like, nah, I got to experience this, the, the, the power of it first and then you become guided to what you're supposed to learn. With enlightenment, I was watching Red Tails and the bull said, um, he said, life gives you the test first and the lesson later. You feel me? If you pass the test, you get the lesson. Well, he ain't say that part. I'm adding that part now. But if you pass the test, you get the lesson. And that's the case with enlightenment. Enlightenment is a matter of first passing the test and then getting the lesson. So if you fail the test that you never had a lesson for, you don't become enlightened, low key. Because it's like the enlightenment plays itself out like, okay, you're going to keep going through it till you get it. And then we'll tell you what you were supposed to get. And I think, I think the universe, I think 
God, Allah, Jehovah, Yeshua, Krishna, Buddha, whatever it is that you, you know, rep and shit. I think it plays itself out that way because if you actually knew what to look for, you wouldn't learn everything you were supposed to. You know, I seen a metaphor one time where um, a kid was asking their mother for a book or something and a mother just pointed to the bookshelf, didn't tell them where to go. So as the kids looking through the books and everything, it's like, okay, this isn't a book, this isn't a book, but other books were catching its interest, you know, and it finally got to the book, but then some of those other books, the seeds were planted. And then he came back to those books and read more and then read more and read more. If he knew exactly where to go, where to look at the exact moment, he would just got that book and never seen anything else in between. You feel me? Which wouldn't have led him to other things. So in the way that we are truly enlightened, you feel me? Truly enlightened. It is a matter of how well we we pass our test. And in passing the test, going through the test, like you're you're developing the necessary skills to identify what the lesson was. Cause it's almost like the lesson is in the test, but it's in passing the test that you reveal that you can point out where the lesson is and what it is that you're supposed to get. But if we get the lesson first and then we go take the test, it kind of limits our scope because we're only testing according to the lesson we've learned. However, when we're testing with no prior information, no prior knowledge or whatever the case may be, our minds are now open to everything, not fine tuned and funnel. So when we look at, this is tying into the enlightenment part. When we look at people who are enlightened, they're not closed minded. But we have highly educated people, well-studied people who are very close-minded can only see what they see, and they can't see anything else because they don't experience the shit that they're talking about. They just study it, and then they sit and ponder on it, and they think they're enlightened. They think they're, oh, I'm not, no, you're well-read, or you're well-studied because you haven't lived it. And that's one of the craziest things about it because when I speak about religion and shit, I talk about how religion has three levels, the mythology, the ritual, and the allegory and whatnot, right? But deeper than that, you cannot you cannot live mythology. You feel me? The only part of the religion that's supposed to enlighten you is the allegory, and you have to live that as understanding that it what you're going through is an allegory and making the necessary connections to how it pertains to the world. Religion doesn't necessarily teach you that aspect. You feel me? And it's no shot to religion, but religion is just a stepping stool, stepping stone to get you to the next level that is supposed to be there. So when we look at enlightenment, and you know, I just mentioned religion, then we segue into spirituality. People think spirituality is over religion, or in a sense, like if you do not live this shit, you do not become enlightened. It doesn't matter if it's religion or spirituality, because you can make a spiritual system your religion, and that's not good. That's not the right thing to do. Because at that point, you just get used to studying it and pondering on it. And hmm, I'm a philosopher. I can I can quote this verse or I can speak this tenet or I can, you know, speak this bit of philosophy and shit. But can you develop your own shit because you've lived it? And in living it, a lot of people think that and this is one of the things that ties into enlightenment from this perspective of it being raw um, 
when you become spiritual, supposedly, I'm not even going to use spiritual anymore because spiritual and religion, they become so synonymous and people are like, oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, but they do the same shit. Like they still follow a tenet of this is a set structure. They don't know how to live. So I'm learning that you have religion, you have spirituality, and now you have enlightenment. That's what this episode is about. Like, And I realized because most of the people who are spiritual or most people who are religion, they're religious, they aren't enlightened. They aren't enlightened. They still see no light. And I say that on strength that because when you have to behave a certain way, you cannot be enlightened. Because your enlightenment is a derivative of the life that you lived. You become a product of your environment, but it's how well you were able to maneuver in your environment. How well you see the depths of your environment and what your environment has done to you. That's enlightenment. You feel me? Being able to see the dual nature of everything that has happened to you, the good, the bad, the ugly, the right, the wrong, the highs, the lows, everything intertwines together. You get to enlightenment is just a matter of getting to a point where it is what it is. We say it in a cliche way, but we don't. a lot of people don't mean it. A lot of us really don't mean it is what it is because we don't know what it is to be what it is. Philosophy bars. But anyway, <laughs> when we're looking at it like that and enlight- our enlightenment is supposed to be a moment of showing us that the darkness and the light are no different from each other. They're no different from each other. We operate from a perspective of being, and this is what I was mentioning with the spirituality being tainted as well, because a lot of people, oh, I'm a light worker. Okay, or I'm about the light. I come to bring love and light, but you got to bring hate and darkness too. And you got to be able to understand hatred and darkness because enlightenment is the moment where you realize those two things are not any different than each other. You just responded to them differently. Principally and on paper, they're the exact same thing. Hatred and darkness is the same as love and light, but it's the connotation you stuck to it in the studies and in the pondering that you put to it, you only want, you got those people that only want positive vibes only. You feel me? Yeah, people that want positive vibes only. And you know, they say you'll keep negative vibes away from me, but some people only focus on positive vibes. Some people only focus on negative vibes, but some people don't even pay attention that it's just the vibes. And the vibes are transmutable. You can control the vibes. You know, it is, I don't, I don't remember the exact number, but it's a, one of the 12 laws of the universe, the law of transmutable energy, right? You can take any energy and do what you want with it. Somebody can piss you off and you can flip it and change the entire scene easily. You feel me? People can come to you, come to motherfuckers hostile and shit, and you can tone them down. Like it's You have the capacity and the power to do that. But that comes with, the, like I said, the level of enlightenment because... You have to be able to see both sides, the light and the dark, equally. And not only see both sides, experience both sides. A lot of us studied one side and and we studied one side and experienced the other side and vice versa. And it comes a point where you have that, you have those moments where you have people that have studied one side and experienced one side. You have the people who have studied both sides, 
but you rarely have people that can experience both, that have experienced both sides simply because the darkness is hard to get through. And then it's because it's hard to be in one without the other. It's hard to walk that balance. You, When you grew up in darkness and shit, going into the light, it's like, fuck the light. I'm already nocturnal. You feel me? And at the same token, when you grow up in the light, it's like, yo, fuck the darkness. I'm dying on now. I don't, I don't, I don't want to deal with the darkness. You feel me? But it's that common balance where you've experienced dark and you experienced light and you've learned to realize there's the same energy on both sides of this shit. It's all in how it's how it's expressed. Case in point, if you if you Depending on how I, I use that example from Kendrick Lamar's uh, Good Kid, Mad City. You feel me? After they jumped um, K-Dot in the skits or whatever the case may be, dude was like, yeah, we're going to go fire a couple shots. We're going to tighten their ass up. We're definitely going to hit that bitch that popped them or whatever the case may be. And in the moment, this is the showing the duality in this moment of darkness and light having literally no, like, it's no side. It is what it is. You feel what I'm saying? Because in the moment, their retaliation for K-Dot getting jumped, you feel me? They went to that spot and they started shooting up the spot, right? For them, that was light, right? I know this whole shit's going to seem dark, but for them, that was light because their mans got jumped. When you're in that type of culture, you're doing right. You feel me? You're retaliating for your homie, getting, you know what I'm saying? Now, it turned to darkness when the dudes fired back. And shot dude's brother. And then it solely, that light instantly became darkness. On surface, a lot of people, the whole situation was dark. Hmm. That's relative to somebody that has never experienced that, that environment, right? But when he fires back and shit, you know, first you can hear the light in his expression. Uh-huh, uh-huh, got them niggas. He was like, hey, yo, you good, you good, you good? And then he called his brother name. And he ain't saying nothing. It, and then the light turns to darkness in that moment. He said, yo, they shot my brother. You just shot at them, motherfucker. Fine line and duality to realize that light and dark is the same shit. You feel me? If I'm coming off real woke, I don't give a fuck. I had a good ass meditation. I've been in a different space in a different pocket. Like on some different, on a mental level and shit. But... This needed to be talked about because, like I said, I keep having conversations with people who I want to get where you, 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 you'll never get where I am. You can't experience light and dark the same way that I can. That's why I told that story about how, you know, it's light and dark in those dynamics. You know, that one scenario showed both light and dark at the same time. But the overall thing, the overarching thing was that, oh, this is a dark situation. This is the hood. This, they're killing somebody. They're going to be like, anything has light and dark in it, right? And I use that extreme to go ahead and set the tone. But the fact is, like, enlightenment doesn't come from books. It comes from living life. You feel me? Off the other side of that, you can find darkness in your light. Everybody and people be like, yo, there's a blessing in disguise. This was a blessing in disguise. A blessing in disguise is when you're when 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 darkness shows up equally in the light. That's all.
But it's like, how do you see it fully? Did you see it like that from the jump? Did you even acknowledge it and recognize that that's what it could be? You feel me? Not really. But like I was saying, this is these are things that you can't be taught. You cannot be taught half of this shit. You feel what I'm saying? I've spoken with enlightened people for real. You feel me? And I can tell who's really enlightened, and I can tell who's woke, and I can tell who's conscious. I can tell who's, you know, regurgitate. I, I can tell these things because I've experienced a lot, but you can tell who's actually been enlightened because we all have a certain zeal about ourselves. We have a certain point moment in ourselves where we've all faced and overcome something horribly tragic in some way, shape, or form, at least once in our lives. For some, it's actual death, near-death experiences. You know, for some, it's it's psychological breakdowns, mental breakdowns. It's, you know what I mean, severe, severe trauma. You know, most of us that are Black are like this, you know what I'm saying? But again, we never transcend that point because we pick a side. I want to be light or dark. You feel me? When my life gets so dark, I go to church. That's cool. That's cool. But that, on, that one day don't erase six other days. You feel what I'm saying? But this particular person was speaking to me and she was like, um, she said, when people have the level of understanding and enlightenment in the world that you have, they have significant trauma that they have experienced prior. She said, I'm curious to know what yours was because of the depth in which you're able to go. And then I was chuckling with it because I was like, well, it depends on which one. And she was like, what you mean, which one? I was like, well, I have a, a life of trauma. just, And I have a life of trauma, I have a life of deep trauma on all levels, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. I have a trauma, a, a significant trauma for each of those. For my emotional side, I have two, two specific, two ones, two of them. Well, I got two on my physical too. They get tied to my emotion. Okay, I got enough. You feel me? But as I was looking at this, like... My first one was when I was 17 months old. I got hit by a car. I told y'all that shit. You know, the next one was more psychological was when, you know, I was like four, three or four. And then my, my dad said he was going to come pick me up and he was in a, he was being a black car. And for like the whole summer, that whole summer and into the fall, it was, my mom said it was almost a year. She thought I was going to have to get therapy. Like every time I saw a black car, I would say that was my dad. You feel me? Like it was that fucked up. I was that fucked up with it. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I think the next one had to be when I was 11. Same shit. Pops came, met him for real this time. You know, that had an emotional effect on me. Um, significantly damaged me and shit like that. 12, almost drowned in the ocean. Motherfucking 16. Uh, me and my homie got into some shit and some niggas was trying to kill us. Um Oh, was some bullshit. It wasn't bullshit. Like, I get why they wanted to kill us and shit, but like, you feel me? I feel like it was some bullshit. Cause you feel what I'm saying? We was we was young. Um, but yeah, significant moments. You know, the heartbreak and all these other different things. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole because it's a lot. But these moments, it was in overcoming these moments that I realized that what I got out of them, you can't get out of books. So it's like, especially 
at 17 months old, getting ran over by a car, I think that was the one that just kept me open and seeing life differently. Because I died. I don't care. Like, the the people, like, I'm still here. So I'm not in a in a, in a crazy space and no shit like that. Because I know that I'm, you know, I'm still here. I, you know, I survived it. But the description said, like, my bones crushed underneath the car. The car stopped on me. You feel me? I got a, I got a scar on my shoulder for the axle of the wheel rested and shit. My shoulder's still fucked up now. Like, it's still fucked up now. And I never put two and two together. I just thought I always had a bad shoulder. Nah, this shoulder's been fucked up. You feel me? Not to the point where it's not functional and nothing like that, but my left shoulder's always been like that. You know what I mean? And that's where the, the, the damage is. And you know what I'm saying? I was, I, I've learned meditation and everything that it was a spiritual scar whatever that shit was that had, it was on some harry potter type shit <laughs> no funny shit no funny shit like how harry potter got the scar from fucking voldemort trying to kill him but he couldn't you feel me and then that scar had like a permanent can made him have a permanent connection to shit like yo that's a it's a spiritual scar too like it's not just on my physical body whatever it was it transcended all forms of my body the mental and the spiritual as well like you feel what i'm saying so it's like so like I was getting a Reiki session and this was a long distance Reiki session and shit. Never said anything like this to the practitioner. Never. You know what I'm saying? They was like, yo, something's wrong with your left side, like specifically at your shoulder. Just like it's a a, a, a heavy blockage there and it's a sharp. It was like the light does not get up something. It was something I was like, damn, how you know that shit? They say it's your whole left side of your body. You feel me? And when I started to think about it, it's like that from that and it's like i got into another record that my shoulder got fucked up again some with me and cars and my left shoulder i don't know what it is yo i can't explain it um but it ties into that and i'm saying that because going back to the point of the trauma traumatic experience that we go through that leads to our enlightenment should we see the dark too a lot of us only appreciate the light and we don't appreciate the dark with or vice versa. We get so angry with the dark that happened. We can't look at the light. You feel what I'm saying? We can't look at the light. Um, those moments that we face, those that trigger our enlightenment are the moments in which we are transcending reality. You feel me? And I don't mean on no mystical. We're walking in a fifth dimension. Now you're going to be with the quasars and the, the, the all that. No, 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 no. I'm a, I mean that we have transcended our prior reality. And this particular reality that we have transcended is our is the first version of ourselves. The ego mask or whatever the case may be. That is the first version of who we think we are. Like you hear motherfuckers and shit, they be like, you feel me? Um you, you they ask you, who do you think you are? And you got to sit and ponder, who do I think I am? Because it, it comes a point where life is, you have three phases of who you are, and your enlightenment is all tied to this. You have who you think you are, who you know you are, and who you understand you are. I know that doesn't sound grammatically correct. I understand I am. I, well, I understand who I am. You feel me? I, they're like, who you think you are, who you know you are, and who you understand you are. You feel me? I always talk about the three phases of the mind, belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Understanding when you understand who you are, 
You feel me? It becomes a different dynamic of that. And it takes you to truly understand who you are. You have to learn to see duality as it is. You feel me? The darkness doesn't do you any worse than the light does. It, the darkness doesn't do you any worse than the light does. And the light doesn't do you any better than the darkness. You feel me? It just do you. You feel me? Life happens. Life happens, so you got to happen back. And a lot of us don't know how to happen back because we pick a side. So we'll follow religious systems or we'll follow spiritual systems and different tenets that teach us how to, how to happen through the light. You feel me? And we have certain ideologies and shit that teach us how to happen through the dark. And some people don't know how to get that... They don't, they feel they have to pick a side. We live in a culture and a society that teaches you if you're not with me, you're against me. People really hold that true. So they feel they have to pick a side. No, if you're not with me, you're not with me. And if you're not against me, then you're just not against me. It should be that simple, but it's not. We're forced to pick a side and the side that we have to pick is either you're gonna pick light or dark. And then you think you're picking a light side I use religion as one. I use religion real quick. I'm going to get to other things, but religion as a system, right? We look at it as light. How much darkness is in that shit, though? Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, kids is being molested and raped, and the Pope is paying these motherfuckers off. He's paying the court cases off. Nobody's saying shit. You dig what I'm saying? Kids is being molested by deacons and shit in the church that they supposed to be trusting. But then when the kid speaks on it, they become the darkness. Oh, you lying on them. What? What you mean? Like, you feel what I'm saying? I remember one time, man, I don't know, like, molestation shit or nothing like that, but I remember one time I was in church. I had to be like seven. Six, seven, eight. No, I had to be like eight because I was asleep. Definitely like eight because this was, yeah, yeah, I was eight. So, I'm in church. So when we was in church at this time, you know, this is when I was in Cali and shit. So it's like they literally had children's church because they knew we wasn't going to get the shit that the motherfucking pastor was talking about. So after they do the rejoicing and the praise and all of the shit, they're like, yo, children, go to children's church. And we go do what children's supposed to do. You feel what I'm saying? But the children's church leader would just take us to the park and play. It's like, yo, come on. Like, let us let us have fun. We kids. Y'all don't even understand this shit as adults with the thou and the dost and all of this other shit. Let us go be kids, bro. We don't need to sit in this shit right now. Let us go be kids. So they shut down the children's church because they're not learning anything. We're not going to learn shit here anyway. We don't get it. Y'all don't get it. That's why y'all here to learn it. But I digress. So this particular moment in church. And it's me, my sister, my god brother and my god sister at the time and we look we were like four amigos like we was always together we hung out like out inside church outside church we played so this particular day we did nothing fucking wrong right but again i'm gonna show you about the light and the darkness in the where you're supposed to see that this is a light capacity so i'm sleep you feel me I'm asleep. 
the two older ones, my sister and my homeboy, they they're um I think they were like playing mash or some shit. I don't fucking know. And then my homegirl, I don't I'm sleep, so I don't really don't remember what everybody was doing, but I know it was something we were not doing anything wrong. We were being kids. I was eight. You feel me? So the ages had to so the ages at that time had to be 13. Let me see, it was like 13, maybe 11 or 12, eight and seven. The fuck? We're not hurting nobody. So this particular guy, he's trying to get his praise on or whatever the case may be. And he looked back and said, y'all need to be quiet. I was like, he's like, yo, we're not doing anything, bro. And we just like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, we felt that we could say that. You feel me? So he goes tell our mothers that we disrespected him. That, you know what I'm saying? We we played him or whatever the case may be. And he said, they were rude and they were this, that, and the third. We got asked nothing. We got snapped on. We all got whoopings that day. We all got whoopings that day. And I'm saying that to say this part. That man was the darkness in the so-called light. And nobody checked the darkness. You feel me? That nigga straight lied in church. <laughs> That nigga lied in church, bro. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? No repercussions. No problem. Like, but us who are doing absolutely nothing. We weren't even making no noise. We were bothering nobody. We got whoopings for that shit. And it's like we told that man ain't got a lie on you. Y'all embarrassing us. We didn't embarrass y'all in church. He directly lied to y'all. We did nothing fucking wrong. All of us was tight. All of us was tight after that shit. But the point that I'm making with that is how in the scenario of it being light, nobody pays attention to the darkness that is there because everything is, quote unquote, supposed to be the light. Everything in like you in church. So ain't nobody going to do nothing. It's a building, bro. That's just a physical building that ain't got no merit to make sure a motherfucker does what they supposed to do. You dig what I'm saying? So when it comes to, like I said, our enlightenment, we pick a side and we will align with that side and aligning with that side doesn't always mean that it's going to be good because we were all aligned with the light of church of the you know the religion everything we were aligned with that that was cool we were aligned with that aspect however darkness came to us for doing nothing so this segues back into what i was saying about how there is no difference between the light and the dark they can met out the same justice. They can met out the same magnitude of, of whatever it is. You feel what I'm saying? I use a different story in which darkness <laughs> had some light in it. You feel me? This dude, you know, I was in high school and shit. And I had a Game Boy Advance SP. I had a blue one. You feel me? Because I was, like I said, I was a gamer at one point in time. So... Dude, I, you know, I ain't, I ain't really fuck with him, but I fuck with him on the strength that he would cool peoples and shit. Like, but like he was, you know, he wanted the, he was one of the gangsters and shit. You feel me? I like the gangsters looked out for me. I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. The gangsters looked out for me. Like my brother used to put the word out and shit. I'm saying, hey, yo, don't let nobody fuck with my little brother at school, man. That shit, I can fight, nigga, and shit. Let me, let me, let me handle me. The fuck, you feel me? They wouldn't let me get into shit. You feel me? I mean, it worked out that way, but they wouldn't let me get in the shit. But anywho, so this guy, he comes to the school and he just, you know, he got PE. 
So they tell you, don't put valuable shit in the locker rooms. Motherfuckers left valuable shit in the locker rooms. So he stole a whole bunch of valuable shit. And still in the valuable shit, he came across a silver Game Boy Advance SP. And he was on the school bus with it. And he just said, yo, I don't even want this shit. He let me say, you want it? I said, hell yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> then I had two Game Boy Advance SPs. Clearly darkness. He stole. Like, this clearly the dark aspect of it, but light came out of it because he gave something. You know, I get it. He's like, well, he gave it so he wouldn't get caught or whatever the case may be. Dude, this, we was on a bus after school. We going home. That shit's gone. Game Boy's gone. Like, there's no way you can say, who stole it? You got first period, second period, third period, fourth period. After, like, yo, we gone. Like, the fuck? So, he gives it to me. I take it. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you took stolen goods or whatever the case may be. I did not take stolen goods. Well, I did take stolen goods. But I took a gift from somebody. You feel me? Again, I shouldn't have done it, you know, so to speak. But it's darkness. It's finding light in darkness. I know it seems like, yo, bro, that's a crazy idea to look at it. It's, but it's the way that you have to look at it. You can find light in darkness. You feel me? You can find light in darkness. But however, people look at light the wrong way. You feel me? People look at darkness the wrong way. They look at darkness as bad. They look at light as good rather than looking at light as light and darkness as darkness. The light illuminates. The darkness conceals. It's only supposed to, and it can be used how you need it to be used. You feel what I'm saying? So when he gave me the Game Boy and shit, you feel me? I had two. I had two now. And it's like, damn. That's what's up. Now, I'm telling people, you feel me? Because at the time, you know, I'm heavily religious. I'm young and shit, but I'm, you know, still kind of tired. I just got blessed with a Game Boy. <laughs> like, you ain't get blessed with no stolen Game Boy. I did. I did. And then it's like, yo, if you actually read the Bible, there's various, there's certain situations where both the light and dark played itself out, motherfucker, and nobody says shit. It's cool when it happens in the Bible, but if I say if I say that I did the shit, then I'm wrong. It didn't happen in the Bible. Yes, it did. Happened seven, several times in the Bible. You feel me? King David and shit. The motherfucker put uh he put his homeboy Uriah the Hittite on front of the front line so he could die first, so he could creep Bathsheba. You feel me? So he can absolve himself. Well, I ain't really kill him to take his girl. He died on the front line and his girl was now a widow. <laughs> Light and dark. You feel what I'm saying? You could justify how you wanted to play yourself out. And of course, the way the 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 actual story went, you know, because he did some foul shit. You feel me? His first son with Bathsheba and the motherfucker died in seven days, but then he got another son who will become the greatest king, the most wisest king ever. So it's like, you know, there's that duality that's always there. Like I'm telling you, like you gotta learn how to see life on all dynamics. That's what it is to be enlightened. But we see one side and we think light is good. Darkness is bad, and we can't see good in darkness, and we can't see bad in light. And when we do see those things, we completely butter lines. Like, if you see some bad, bad shit happen in the light, and according to the light aspect, you'll look at it from a perspective of that's wrong, that's that's not, that's fake, that's not real. No, that's very real. That's very real in the light. That's the balance. That's the balance. 
It's supposed to have darkness in it. Because too much light, if, if light does not have darkness in it, it'll blind you. Figuratively and literally. You feel me? If there is no darkness to offset the light, it blinds you. And if there is no light inside of the darkness, you cannot see. In both dynamics. Now, this now is going to segue into how there's a universal thing between both light and dark. In both dynamics, if there if one is more extreme than the other, you cannot see. All right, all right, look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand, all right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket, so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback, so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield, so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand, so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push, so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in. Okay, of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. This is what enlightenment is. You can't be love and light all the time or you won't see. You just like you can't be hatred and darkness or you won't see. Both of these are derived into how you see. This is why the word when we break it down enlightenment in the en prefix of course means inside, right? Or whatever the case may be, or inside intertwined or connected to, right? Then you have light. We know what light is, but light is not only the light, it's also associated with vision. In the time in which enlightenment was, it was in vision, like to the vision, the sight. And then meant is the pre is the suffix that means the mind. So enlightenment as a word means connected to the vision of the mind. Connected to the light of the mind. You need light and darkness or you're going to go blind. Bars. That didn't even mean rhyme. Yo, and I'm still going. All right, all right. Let me, let me, let me chill. Let me chill. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm on one. But in the capacity of what enlightenment really means and what it is that we're supposed to be connected to it is what is connected to the vision of the mind. What is connected to the light of the mind. So. When we are enlightened, we still need to see darkness and we need to see light because in both regards, it's a matter of how well we see. Like I said, all darkness with no light, you cannot see. All light with no darkness, you cannot see. Enlightenment is about how well you can see. You need the dark to navigate the light. You need the light to navigate the dark. And the moment we remove the conceptualization that one is bad and one is good and one is right or one is wrong and one is evil and one is good and all these different things and we see them as they are, we learn to experience life significantly greater.
significantly greater than we ever would if we just try to limit ourselves. That's one of the biggest things that I have with with um, people who who want to be in these spaces but don't want to go through what it takes to be in these spaces. Like you feel me? You gotta go through some evil shit, and you gotta go through some good shit. You gotta be betrayed in life. You gotta you gotta betray people in life. You ain't got to, but you're going to. People be thinking that it's all peaches and cream. It's all good when you're enlightened. Now you still fuck up. You still fuck up, but you also rectify your fuck ups. You don't just fuck up and leave it there. You feel what I'm saying? But the thing I've learned so much so about enlightenment is that people want to tie it back into the main quote that started this all. People just want to study and ponder what it is to be enlightened rather than actually living the experience that makes you enlightened. That shit hard. That shit hard as hell. And like I said, tying it to the to the student I had to kind of spazzed on me and shit because they were fucking up. I'm like, you don't want to experience what it takes to learn this. You just want me to give you everything. When I say it, like this, this motherfucker literally has 99% of what I do to have a successful trade. I don't know what else to tell you. That literal 1% is all on you. All of that shit is totally on you. I have no control over that anymore. I gave you everything. Every fucking thing. And you want to make me the bad guy for that shit because you can't learn it? And that's when this is that's what this is tying into because it's like this person just wants to make profit. They don't even want to understand the process. And I would know that things will be off and I like and during our one-on-one session, I'm like, now teach it back to me. Uh I'm gonna have to get back to you tomorrow. All right. I, after these 30 days is done, it's done. Like you have your opportunity now to ask me questions. You have your opportunity now to show me that you got it. Every time I ask the question, yo, you got it? How do you how you feel about this? Can, any questions, comments, concerns? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. And you're failing, so you're not good. So now you're fucking up your learning experience, not me. You feel what I'm saying? But deeper than that was the fact that this person didn't want to experience it didn't want to live what it is to be a trader you know invest like they don't want to live it they want to know how to do it they want to be a motherfucker like that's not the same shit knowing how to do something is not the same as living it you feel me i have so many people tell me i i read these books on this too and i'm like so why can't you do what i do what's the disconnect a lot of people won't experience the very shit that they, quote unquote, like to study. I just like to be a philosopher. I like to talk about the fact that I know what I'm doing. I like to be a motherfucker who can study. I like to be a theorist. But you're not a practitioner. This shit sound good. You feel me? It sound good to be able to say, oh, I talk about this. I talk about that. I got this. I got that book. Okay, cool. What are you doing with it? Every book that I read, I put it to practical use in some way, shape, or form. That's the different like aspect. So again, tying it back to when you know, I have people who ask me like, "Yo, what do I? What what books I gotta read to get where you at? You can read it. I can give you every book that I've ever read a day in my life, from the time from fucking Go Dog Go with Dr. Seuss up until fucking the Comedic Tree of Life. I can give you every fucking book, but you are not me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're not me." Every one of those words will not be experienced. Like people will ask me, like, what book did you get this from? I'll tell them the book. And they'll be like, I read that book 
and I didn't see any of what you said. You asked where I got it from, right? Yeah, like, where'd you, okay, I read that book and it made this connection for me through the experience of life that I have. You didn't have the experience, so of course you're not going to see it in that. You feel what I'm saying? That's not my fault. You can read every single book that I give you, every single book, but if you do not have the experience that led to whatever epiphany came out of that shit, it's not going to work for you. And vice versa, the things that enlighten you, I will never know. I will never know. I have to rely on the fact that you are what you say you are and you are truly enlightened in the experience that you're speaking about. But a lot of people don't really want to get enlightened according to the fact that they have to experience what it is that they're studying. You feel me? Or they have to experience the different dynamics of life. You feel me? It'd be amazing, motherfuckers, how they were like, how do you make so many connections with different things in the world? Like, I was telling a story. I'm going to get back to the point. I was telling a story about where I think white people came from, right? Caucasians, you feel me? And motherfuckers, I was like, yo, I, and I always start my stories off like this. The shit be like so fucking potent that it could like, yo, but I got to start it off. I could be reaching. I could be reaching. So as I'm breaking the story down, I was like, I feel like white people are aliens. But hear me out. Hear me out. And it's like I said, first off, right, when we look at, you know, historically, they tell you, you know, like, Okay, so first off, I studied in, when I was in med school, like, we had a geneticist teacher. He wrote the genetics book, right? And out of his mouth, he wrote the genetics book. He said, white people, Caucasian people, as you know them today, as far as advanced and everything, are 6,000 years old. But he said from the time of, like, their, I guess, conception, they're about 10,000 years old. So 10,000, you know, BC-ish or whatever the case may be. So I'm like, okay, now there's a movie out called 10,000 BC. Talks about the Ice Age. Talks about all these different things. All right, cool. I got that, Right. So I did a little bit of study and I realized that. So in in so okay, cool. We got that aspect from the ice age, right? So I did a little bit of studying on um the continents or whatever the case may be, and realized that there's only six, not seven. Mind fuck like a motherfucker. They've been telling us for years, oh, there's seven continents. No, there's only six continents. Every true continent starts and ends with the letter A. The only fake continent is the one that starts and ends with the letter E, Europe, right? So I'm like, okay, now. I do some studying about the planets and shit, and I come across Jupiter. Jupiter has what's called an icy moon. The icy moon, the name of the icy moon is Europa. Hmm. Jupiter's moon is called Europa. Europe is the fake continent. And they landed here during the ice age. I said, oh, shit. So now I'm like, okay, cool. Now let me, you know, add a couple more pieces to the shit, right? So... I'm studying, uh, you know, cosmological astrology. That's where you see that there's 26,000 years in the um, zodiacs, the um, the cosmic sphere, right? And that's where you get the age of Pisces, age of Aquarius. So we're now in the age of Aquarius. We came off the age of Pisces. So this cosmological calendar goes counterclockwise. The one we're in goes clockwise. You feel what I'm saying? And that's why it goes Aries, Taurus, can't no Aries, Taurus, Gemini, as opposed to the cosmological one going Aries. Pisces, uh, Aquarius, right? <clears throat> so still sticking with the theme, but it, although one goes counterclockwise and other goes clockwise, it still goes winter, summer, winter, spring, summer, fall, right? So when we look at where we're in now with Aries season being the, the start, we had Aries season, Pisces, Aquarius, 
we're in what's called cosmological spring, right? That's why the world's getting hotter. You feel what I'm saying? So from cosmological spring, when we go back 10,000 years, you feel what I'm saying? We go back, well, it's, it'll be 12,000 because we're in the year 2000 now. So we go back Pisces, uh, Aries, Taurus, and everything like that. But we get back to the age of Leo, put it in around the 10,000 BC time, which would be the age of Leo. The age of Leo was cold. It would have been in cosmological fall winter time because now we're going backwards before the spring. So the end of fall, start of winter. The ice age started then. These motherfuckers, this is my theory. I could be reaching. I could be reaching. But my theory is that they came from the icy moon Europa, landed here during the ice age because it was in that moment when the world was cold, you know, because the ice age happened. But we were in cosmological winter. It was supposed to happen that way. Right. So it got cold, froze everything over and shit. <clears throat> and as it froze everything over, they landed in Europe and they use Europe and that as they use Asia. Well, on the it's on the Asian palette or whatever the case may be, but it's Europe, right? And that's why that's the only continent that starts and ends with the letter E. And also why the Caucasus Mountains are right there. So that's where they came from. We all know that shit. We all know that shit, right? But now, segueing into the fact that we're in the age of Aquarius, right? Age of Aquarius starts off with the um the uh cosmological spring, whatever the case may be. Now they're trying to say global warming is so bad. It's the cars fucking up. The no, 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 no. Global warming was going to happen anyway because we're going into cosmological spring. It's going to be hot for the next 18,000 years. Only people that can weather the storm are melanated people. This ain't no fucked up shit. This ain't no funny shit. This is nature. Survival of the fittest. This is why their biggest scramble is to get off of this planet. Oh, let's go to Mars. Let's go here. No, bitch, just go back to fucking Europa. What Did you fuck that up too? And that's why you came here? Because you thought this was a permanently cold planet. And they got fucked up because now they can't weather the storm anymore. So now they're telling you, oh, the ice caps are melting and global warming is a is a thing and it's fucking up because now we're depleting everything. Only thing that's being affected are people who lack melanin, the dark melanin to transmute. You're going to need melanin for the next 18,000 years. And now you wonder why the COVID vaccine has mRNA in it to try to transmute some shit to try to keep them motherfuckers alive as best as possible. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. You can't deny nature. You feel what I'm saying? But again, I could be reaching. I could be reaching. But this goes into the enlightenment speech point, point that I was saying about people asking me, how do I make connections like that? Because I experienced the shit that I be that I that I that I I experienced certain shit and I study it and I make the connection. I don't just read it and study it and it's just like, yo, I'm gonna repeat it back to you. I be knowing shit so well that the experience of my understanding with it, it can make the necessary connections. I could very well be reaching. Sometimes, it, don't get me wrong, it can get me fucked up if I don't study it. And then I'm just running with some shit and, you know, I become fanatical. And it's like, it, it, it's, there's a fantasy behind what I'm saying. You feel what I'm saying? But that's the, one of the reasons why I learned to study as a part of the enlightenment that I've had. I've learned to study the way that I do because it's like, I don't want to run with just a fantasy of a thing just because this shit sound good. I go and qualify and quantify everything that I say. You feel what I'm saying? Like everything that I just spoke on about where I think white people come from, because, you know, I hear from, you know, oh, yeah, Yakub and all of that shit. I feel like it's bigger than that. I feel it's way bigger than that. You feel me? It's way bigger than that. And it's like right there written all in your face. And watch this, this, this fucking global warming shit. Yeah, this global warming shit it has nothing to do with fucking up the ozone layer. It has nothing to do with 
the cars and that the the now that shit is speeding it up. Don't get me wrong. It is speeding it up and making it easier for the heat to come in. But the heat was going to come in anyway. It was going to get stronger anyway because we're now going into cosmological spring. So we had cosmological spring, summer, and fall. You feel me? Three seasons where it's hot. 18,000 years. Because now each each cosmological, um, each age has about 2,100 years in it. We're starting the age of Aquarius now. You feel me? So this is why it's like, yo... Over the years, they were like, yo, winter is getting shorter and shorter. It don't even snow sometimes. And sometimes it used to snow in December and then it'd be cold through through, uh, February. Now it waits till February snows the next week. Yeah, it's just been happening within my generation over the 90s. You feel me? I watched how shit has gotten hotter and hotter and hotter. You feel what I'm saying? Which means that the melanin is going to get, is going to need to be a lot more potent. And I'm not just any melanin. The melanin we have is you melanin. The melanin, the melanin that they have is fail melanin. False melanin because it's sulfur based. Ours is selenium based. Very different. We not the same. I I I be trying to tell motherfuckers Bill not be lying, but we we're all the same. We are not the fucking same. We're not the fucking same. You feel me? I don't care what nobody say. I've studied it for fucking decades. We ain't the same as them. It just ain't going. It just ain't the same. You feel me? But anywho, and making the connection of all of that, like tying it back to the episode of you know enlightenment. It wasn't, this wasn't a like a braggadocious thing. Like, oh, I'm enlightened. This is how I'm enlightened. No, it's just certain things that I've learned how to see all things with. Like I said, enlightenment is the connection of the vision of the mind, the connection of the light to the mind. You feel what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think this is just by natural. I don't think this is by accident or happenstance. Like, you know what I'm saying? I even asked my mama why she named me Racine. You know what I'm saying? And Racine means, you know, light seer. One who sees the light. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, damn, did you know you did that? Like, where the fuck you get that shit from? Like, did you know you did that? But anyway, it's like, but in those moments of seeing how the earth is really just warming up, black people really have nothing to worry about. Unless black people continue to operate from the perspective of how the Caucasian is programmed to operate. You feel me? I don't want to get too on that because, you know, I got episodes for days on how we need to get back in alignment with ourselves. But that's what's going to be happening. And that is my that is my perspective of what direction the world is going in right now. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, yo, they, they, they make global warming a real thing. And again, as I said, I could be reaching. I could be reaching. But sometimes you can't reach that far. You feel what I'm saying? And all of these things come from me studying different things. Like, this goes back into what I was saying about people asking me, like, yo, what books do you read to get that shit? The fuck? Like, I can't give you one book. I can't give you two books. Like, not only is it one or two, it's, 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 it's a plethora of content, plethora of information. And it may not be a whole fucking book. It may be, I read this book and this one line made this connection to this. You dig what I mean? This one line made this connection to this, which led to this connection over here, which led to this connection over here. And it's like, you'll read the whole book and be like, I didn't see what you read. Exactly. You didn't see what I read because you can't see what I read. You can be a fluent reader. You can have the vocabulary that I have, but you cannot see what I read. Just like I can't see what you read. I might be able to see what you're saying. 
but I can't see what you're reading. We can be reading the same thing and not comprehend the same shit. Because our experiences with life can give us certain dynamics that can make us look at life differently. You feel me? This is one of the reasons why I don't like, I don't, I don't, I've reached a point where I don't argue with people who are in disagreement with some shit that I understand. Like I've had conversations where I've gotten into, you know, I guess he situation where motherfuckers would be like, you calling me stupid. I'm not calling you stupid. I'm just not about to argue it. I'm not about to argue what I understand with what you believe. That shit don't make sense to me. You feel me? If you show me your understanding, I'll I'll converse with you with understanding. But what you believe in versus what I understand is going to make you look horrible. And the whole time we're conversing and going back and forth, you're going to look more and more and more stupid because all you're going to be doing is pulling shit out your ass. And then it's going to get worse and worse and worse for you. There's one of the reasons why I do not speak with religious people anymore. I don't. I don't speak to them about shit no more. Like, it's, 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 it's pointless. I really don't even speak to spiritual people anymore because it's like they're still in that same vein. Oh, you know, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to. Like, motherfuckers. You change from the letter I to saying EYE all the time. Like, case in point, some of y'all might get tight at this because I know some of y'all do this shit. The whole Grand Rising thing. Good morning, Grand Rising. Uh, whatever. Right? And this this is what gets me. This is what I know that motherfuckers just do shit, but don't really experience and have the enlightenment behind it. Because... They say, I'm not going to say good morning anymore. I'm not going to say grand rising. So when saying grand rising, they say, well, we don't say morning because we're not morning. We're not in. Okay. This is why vocabulary is important. This is why I understand words. They purposely, in understanding language, they purposely put a U in it to make the distinction between morning as in the sunrise and morning as in grieving. That U is very, very important. Whenever y'all say, I'm not saying good morning anymore, there was never a U in the bitch. The good morning you're saying never had a U in it. You feel what I'm saying? But again, you took what somebody else said because grand rising, because phonetically, that's what you heard. But phonetics also have to go with grammatics. That's what the shit is about. That's what the lang understanding of language is about. You have to understand its phonetics and its grammatics. You feel what I'm saying? The way in which it's spelled, the spelling is very, very important. This is why the English language puts so many different letters together, give you silent letters and shit, but each letter is still significant. It still has to be there to signify the word. So when people be like, yo, I don't say good morning no more. I do because I know which morning I'm using the fuck. Like, you feel me? I have those people who will hit me with the grand rising. I hit them back. I right, grand rising. But at the end of the day, I don't change my lingo solely because these motherfuckers say, yo, this is we, we woke now. So we don't say morning. I'm going to say good morning. For one, I've been saying it all my life. And for two, I know which morning I'm talking about. If anything, I get it when you put the you in the bitch. Good morning is is actually a contradiction. You can't mourn good, but you feel me? The point that I was making with that was that it's tied to the enlightenment and the enlightenment being a matter of how well you know a certain thing off of both the duality of the light and the dark. You feel me? Another thing the conscious community used to do is, you know, the black woman is God thing. Yo, I remember I caught hell for not saying it by black women. They like, yo, you don't think the black woman is God? Hell no. Hell no. I ain't about to disrespect her like that. You feel me? Like people be shocked when I don't use the word God. They be like, you know, why do you say the universe is still God? No, it's not. God only exists in the Bible. 
So just, just define God for me. What is God? Well, you can't because God is indescribable. See, that lets me know right there that you just believe in your shit. You don't understand it. God tells you what he is in his words. You feel me? God says, I'm a jealous God. I'm a wrathful God. I'm a vengeful God. Right? I don't want to associate those attributes with black women. I don't want to associate those attributes with anything. To be honest with you, anything that I'm supposed to serve is jealous, vengeful, and wrathful. I don't need to fuck with shit like that. That's just my own personal perspective. But I get it. That's how people understand. So they're like, but when you can't see the full duality of the shit, and then it's like you can see that this person, not only does he say that I'm vengeful, jealous, and wrathful, he proves it. You feel what I'm saying? He proves it several times to some of his most loyal people that don't do shit to him. He makes bets against him and say, hey, look, I can't fuck with something like that. For me, my enlightenment has shown me both by seeing both the light and the dark. I can't fuck with that. You feel me? This being even has a moment where it says, um, I create the destroyer to work havoc in your life, but it can only do what I allow it to do. That's why no weapon forged against you shall prosper. Motherfuckers don't even read the whole verse. So not only are you jealous, vengeful, and wrathful, you create the motherfucker that's going to inflict the pain upon me and on and give him limitations. Hey, yo, go fuck him up, but he can't do you. Go fuck him up, but don't do so much to him. Let the motherfucker know that I'm still real. That title is something that I can't acknowledge anymore. That attribute. So it's like when they say the black woman is God, because you know. No, she's not. I don't. I don't fuck with black women like that. Dead ass. I don't. I don't fuck like I. I have. You feel me? But I don't fuck with black women who are jealous, wrathful, and vengeful anymore. I don't fuck with black women who are in a space where they will purposely put me in a fucked up situation that is limited in how much it'll fuck me up. Just to say, "Bay, I got you." Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh. So that that was a little thing that I caught with flat with, with that community. And I was, they were like, yo, the black one. No, she's not. No, she's not. That's stupid. That's stupid to call her that. Cause what is a God? Ask yourself what a God is. Well, the definition say that, that it's something that's in, in, in part of a, a, a responsible for a form of creation. Okay, cool. Something that's responsible for a form of creation. But what does the word say? What does the book say that in which the, cause God don't exist outside of the Bible period. Like, not on no, like, crazy shit, but like God does not exist outside of the Bible. If there was no Bible, you would never know God. Just like Allah does not exist outside of the Quran. You feel what I'm saying? Just like Buddha does not exist outside of Buddhism. Just like Krishna does not exist outside of Hinduism. You feel what I'm saying? If if the, if the doctrine and the tenets never existed, you wouldn't know the being. Right? So the only way you can define that being is in the doctrine that describes the being. So when a motherfucker says you're jealous, vengeful, and wrathful, you create the the, the you work the havoc, you create the destroyer to work havoc in the life, motherfucker. Um, you feel me? You regret it the day that you made man after you made him. You wasn't even six verses in the into, into, into the beginning of the book, like before you say, you know, I done fucked up. Dang, I done made man, and I regret the shit. I fucked up. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Those certain attributes, you got to look at it from all dualities. You feel me? Allah got his thing too. You feel me? They, but the thing about the deities is that 
they are designed to show you that, you know, and people will say, well, the deity can do that. No, it shouldn't. If the deity can do that, then you have to acknowledge that there's both light and dark in the motherfucker. So who you think is the devil really ain't the devil. It's that motherfucker being that motherfucker. Like, you feel me? Like, how come every religion, how come every religion has the same devil? Like the nigga names the devil. It's the same. Satan is the Satan. Like, is he don't change, but every God does. That's different. That's weird. But nobody pays attention to that because nobody's taking the time to look into other cultures, other religions, other aspects to see, hmm, it's not about running and chasing. Like, yo, I got to figure out what's right for me. You feel me? That's what this, I'm going to bring it back in. That's what enlightenment is about. Figuring out what's right for you, what's right for your essence and, you know, what works for you, you know? And in 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 the enlightenment, you're able to see that yo, I can literally fuck with anybody and not fuck with nobody if I don't want to. You feel me? That shit becomes a challenge. That shit becomes a challenge because understanding the light and understanding the darkness is the the biggest reality that people are afraid of. Because, like I said, we're in a society that teaches you to pick a side. You have to pick a side. There's some kind of great ultimate battle. And you know what's fucked up and you know what's funny and what I don't like about any spiritual system or religion or whatever the case may be that teaches you about the final battle and all this shit. I don't like it because the final battle is a battle between yourself. Like they got us thinking that a war is coming. Every day you have the war. Between your mind, between your heart, between your emotions, between your spirit. Like you have the war every single day between your light and your dark side. Who wins? You feel me? Who's really going to win? And you're not taught that. You're taught every day just to pick one side and you deprive yourself of the other side. This is why motherfuckers be feeling like, you know, this person said X, Y, and Z to me and you all let them get away. This is why you be so angry when somebody says something disrespectful to you and you don't slap the shit out of them. Simultaneously, are feeling bad after you slap the shit out of a motherfucker for saying something stupid to you. I've been on both sides of that shit. I've been a motherfucker who had to bite my tongue, and I've been a motherfucker who made a motherfucker bite their tongue. And it's like you feel a certain type of way afterwards. You feel what I mean? And you like, damn. You feel me? On one extreme, I've been in a situation where a motherfucker disrespected me on a job at work and shit, and it's like. You're right. Have a good day, sir. I can't say shit to you, but have a good day. Da, 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 da. Still wilding and shit. It's like, ooh, have a good day. I had to bite my tongue on that shit. You know, I had a situation where one of my homies was laughing at me. And I told him to stop laughing. I'm going to slap the shit out of him. He kept laughing. I slapped the shit out of him. Enlightenment. <laughs> but that's the duality. It's like when you get used to picking one side, the other side boils up. When you get stuck on picking one side, the other side can't quell itself. It's still there waiting to pop out. You feel me? Even dark motherfuckers that do dangerous shit all the time, they want to be good. Like motherfuckers be want to be good. Some, some motherfuckers just can't. Some motherfuckers really just can't. And you be looking at them like, damn, bro, like it ain't even had to be like that. But it kind of did have to be like that. It's what you chose. You feel me? It's what you chose. It's what jungle. It's what reality you chose to be a part of. So that's where you're going. That's where you're going to operate the most. 
Like, just for me, it's just been a matter of I've lived so many different dualities and so many different um, perspectives of life that I'm able to see it all. Like growing up in the streets and growing up in the church, I had a different outlook on everything. You feel me? I pray for you and pray on you. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I pray with the A and pray with the E. I don't, it's, there was never a difference at that point because I've learned I operated from both extremes and it wasn't until I made harmony and made peace with those that certain things, I realized that certain shit has to happen a certain way. And it's okay for it to happen that way. You feel me? It's not a sin to do wrong for the right reason. I, I, nobody can convince me of that anymore in my life. Oh, that's still a sin. No, you cannot convince me that I've sinned for the right reason. If I commit a wrong for the right reason, you cannot convince me that it's wrong. Just the same token. If I commit a right for the wrong reason, you cannot convince me that is right. You feel me? If I cheat on a woman, that's wrong. That is a right. Because I am, I'm, I'm, hear me out. That's a right because I get the benefit from it, but it's a wrong because I've hurt another person. You cannot convince me that cheating is right. You know, I think I had an episode about, uh, I forgot which episode it was. I was like, you don't fuck down, you fuck up. If you're going to cheat, fuck up. You feel what I'm saying? I had an episode about that. I say that shit, that I never absolved myself of it being a wrong action. It's still fucking wrong. Because it's the ash, it's it's the aftermath that happens. You feel me? Just like at the same token, doing something wrong for the right reason. That's not wrong in my eyes. That's not wrong in my eyes. You feel what I'm saying? If you go to the store and you steal some bread because your family is starving, hey, I'm not mad at you for that. I can't get mad at you for that. Like I really cannot get mad at you for that. Because the first rule of nature is self-preservation. And not only are you preserving for yourself, you have children too. But what I can't get with is when motherfuckers blur the lines and do stupid shit. You feel me? When you do the wrong shit with, with the idea that you're doing the right shit and it's wrong. You feel me? I seen this dude one time. He said, like real story. The motherfucker going to say, hey, I need, he said, my kids are hungry, man. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I'm just going to pray. And just, you know, hopefully the Lord deliver, you know what I'm saying, me something so I can, you know, take care of my kids so they can eat until I get paid. Okay, cool. Whatever. All right. I'm with that. Like $20 was coming towards this motherfucker. He the only one that seen it. He stepped on a dub, put it in his pocket. Right. He put it in his pocket and took it to church and put the whole $20 in church and said, I'm going to sow my seed and multiply it. Stupid motherfucker. Why? That's the part of operating from one full extreme. He wanted to be all light. That couldn't even accept the darkness a little bit. He wanted to be all light and went and put the whole $20 in that motherfucker. And the shit didn't multiply. Your kids were hungry that fucking night. When you think that $20 going to come back, you dumb fuck? I have to say it like that because shit like that pisses me off. Because we don't look at we get so wrapped up in the full dynamic of everything that's playing itself out that we don't use common sense anymore. We don't use logic anymore. Like, my nigga, that's what you asked for, but your greed now took over. One of the seven deadly sins. Oh, I just got $20. I'm 
I'm going to try to go for more. Let me put it back in the church. Sow my seed so we can come back. No, that's the fucking fruit, motherfucker. The seed was already sown. You take the fruit, you go, like, he could man, he could have got them babies, he could have got them babies some spaghetti, you feel me, a quick spaghetti dinner, real cheap, and then had, like, five, ten dollars to go to work with. And a big-ass pot of spaghetti could last three days. You feel me? But the logic wasn't there. You feel me? The logic wasn't there. And like I said, the way the universe is working and shit, like, there is no good or evil. It's just one thing is, one thing happens, one thing happens, and it happens in conjunction to how things play out. Taking it a step further, this is an independent situation, but it's something that could be probable based off of the fact that he got $20. He found $20 to solve a problem that he had. Somebody else lost $20. But in that $20 that they lost, they have to realize, damn, maybe I didn't really need it. But now nah, you get frustrated. You lose money, you get frustrated. You feel me? It's like, damn, man, I lost a dub. You feel me? I used to I used to do that. Like If I would lose money because I would have money in, in, in like pockets and shit. And forget that I had it. And I would find it and be happy. But then sometimes I'd be losing money and be like, damn, I just lost $20. And then I, I had to sit and be like, that $20 wasn't for me. Wherever I lost it at or whatever happened, it was given to, it was, it was used for what it was supposed to be used for. Somebody needed it more than me. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying it was stolen from me, but like if I happen to lose something, I, I have to honor how the universe plays out. You feel what I'm saying? It's both light and dark. That's a dark situation for me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not if I lose $20, but that's a dark situation if I lose money. But it's a light situation if it benefits somebody from it. You feel what I mean? Seeing duality like that is what makes us enlightened. Not the books that we read, not the Bible verses that we quote, not the tenets and the the different dynamics. It's like you're truly in love. You can you can quote it all day long, but if you're not experiencing life, if you're not fucking experiencing life, none of that shit fucking matters, dog. Bruh, sis, all y'all, none of that shit fucking matters. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right, I'm going to end it there, man, because this wasn't impromptu, and I got shit to do, and yeah. I've learned that just the way life plays itself out, enlightenment is not a hard task to achieve, but it's a difficult task to achieve when all you do is believe it has to look a certain way. You feel me? Motherfuckers be like, you can't be enlightened if you talk like this and you walk like this and you willing to do this, that, and the third and blah, 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 blah. It's like, you not enlightened. No, I am enlightened. I'm not an extremist. I'm not an extremist. 
You feel me? Like when I talk to people about, you know, practicing celibacy, they think I won't have sex. No, I'm selectively celibate in that regard. Like, you feel me? If the opportunity presented itself and it's with the right person and all the dynamics playing out, I will fuck. Like there's no, I'm not opposed to it. You feel me? Because I'm not an extremist. I'm not abstaining from the shit. You feel what I'm saying? It's just in the dualities of the things that I've learned, I don't need to have it right now. That makes it so much easier not to have it. It's like, it's it's different. I'm not doing it on the holier than now type shit or, you know, let me, like, nah, it's like the level of understanding I know about sexual energy, I don't need to deplete it on no random woman. Not anymore. I've had those moments in my life and I know what it got me. Like when I say, yo, I know that this, like you heard the last one on sperm health, the fuck, you know what I'm talking about. But the enlightening part of it all is that you realize certain things just don't need to play out for you. Like when people ask me why I quit school, you know, like, yo, you're so smart. You should have stayed. I'm too smart for school. I was too intelligent for school. Like it didn't challenge me. So. You know I mean? And then the other issues and shit played out too about just the whole treason and shit. Like I can't do certain shit knowing that it was what it was doing to my people. I can't be a part of that. And because of that, I can't be bought. My motherfuckers keep, oh, yo, you know, but you could have been making this amount of money. I don't give a fuck. My people are dying and they're killing my people. I am an affiliate of that shit. I can't fucking break the system from the inside out. I can't. I can't. You feel me? So I don't affiliate with the system. I don't care. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Little shit like that is, I've learned that that's how I'm able to stand on some of the shit. And I realize why people can't stand on their own word. It's the lack of enlightenment that they have, that they have under the guise that they think they're enlightened because, as I said, they operate from the perspective of, I know a lot. I've studied a lot. That's what makes me enlightened. No, it ain't. Because you ain't experienced shit. You ain't experienced shit. You live off other motherfuckers' experiences. This is like a horn tutor, but it's really not a horn tutor. But if it beeps, it beeps. You feel me? When I have my podcast episodes, this is why most of the conversations and the stories are mine. You feel me? I've watched too many situations where motherfuckers would be telling, you know, telling experiences in third person or telling experiences about, you know, another dynamic that they have, you know, heard of or anything like that. Nah, I got to tell you what I did. Because I know what I did. I don't know what the next motherfucker did. I don't know what their intentions, what their motives were behind what they did. You feel me? And it's like, I've I've been hearing a lot of that shit as far as like, you know, when it comes to enlighten, most enlightening podcasts and YouTube shit, it's like, you know, here's what you need to do. Here's what, you know, this person did. Here's what this person did. And it's like, what are you doing? That's the only reason why my platform is this. I've had a conversation with somebody who's like, yo, you are very egotistical, arrogant, whatever the case may be. One of those two, I forgot which word. But because it's like, yo, I've heard your podcast and all you do is talk about yourself. I said, no, I don't. I don't only talk about myself, but I do mainly talk about myself when I'm giving an experience of a situation. And I'm talking about in the context of the title of the fucking podcast episode, motherfucker. The fuck? 
You feel me? And I I I I do that because it's like I can tell you all day long what I seen another motherfucker do. But I can't explain I can't explain that shit. I can just tell you what I saw the motherfucker do. Case in point. In that game, I forgot what year it was, where Jordan was going up for the layup, and then motherfucking, it was like eight defenders. It won't eight because it's only five. But it's like, you feel me? All them defenders was on him, and he just switched hands midair and then laid that bitch up. I can tell you about that. I can't tell you how he did it. Jordan can tell you how he did it. He was like, yeah, it was simple. I just, you know, when I jumped, it was like I was able to hold myself this way and this like, bam. And then once I seen everybody there, I knew to go. Like, only he can tell you what the fuck he did. Everybody else just tells you what happens. I can't be a person who tell you what I saw. Because at that point, I'm not giving you understanding. I'm giving, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you believe what I say. I'm hoping that you trust me. You feel me? When I give you my understanding, when I give you my experience, I don't have to recant. I don't have to go back and and try to remember what the fuck I said to you and this shit like that. It's like, yo, when you, yo, what about this experience? Yeah, I like I can recall that because I experienced the shit. But then within the experience, I can tell you what the lesson was. I can tell you what the message was supposed to be. I can tell you these particular things. And that's what enlightenment is about. That's what enlightenment is. And I think a lot of people misinterpret that because they think enlightenment is knowledge. Enlightenment is how smart I am. I'm enlightened because I am, you know, against the tethers of the world and I am abstaining from everything and I'm an extremist. I went from this way to this way. You feel me? Not me. Like, like I tell motherfuckers. I seen this post, and shit was so funny because I used to say this shit, and I still do say this shit, but I say it for a different reason. I never understood why. I knew why I said it, but because other people said it, I thought they said it for the reason I said it. So I'd be like, yo, my life did a whole 360. And motherfuckers be like, yo, it's 180. Mm-mm, it's a 360 for me. I did a whole 180, and then I came back around with the, with, with the experience that I got off that. I, I did a 360. And... You know, in hearing it, it's like people are like, yo, you did a 180, and it's like, yo, you you only did a 180 where you made a change and you turned. But what did you do with that 180? That time, that experience where you 180, what did you learn? Did you realize that, damn, the shit that I did at point zero was still good? It was still valid, it was still viable. Now let me do another 180, and you turn back to 360. But now you're at 360. You're back at your zero point, but you've done a 360. So that was one of the things I was like, yo, whenever I would say a 360, that's what I would meant by it. People would be looking at me like, it's 180. Nah, bitch, I did a 360. The fuck? I know what the hell I said. <laughs> you feel me? I didn't do no 180. I did a 360. Because I'm back in the same position. I'm back around, but I've learned more. And it's like, like I always say when Bruce Lee was like, when I first started, a kick was a kick. That's at zero. That's at the starting point. But when I learned, when I mastered it, a kick became so much more than a kick. That's 180. Feel me? But then, no, when I was learning it, a kick became more than a kick. That's 180. But then when I mastered it, a kick was just a kick. That's 360. You back at square one again. But what'd you give out of 180? You feel me? 
What'd you get out of 180? What'd you get out of 240? What'd you get out of 170? What about those moments in between that before you came back? You feel what I'm saying? But again, it's like when people can't express why they say a certain thing, because it's cliche for everybody else to say, it's like, this is what society means when they say this. I don't give a fuck about what society means when I when they say the shit. This is what the fuck I mean when I said it, because this is the experience I have with it. That's enlightenment. That's when you enlighten. Take the mysticism off of it and shit and thinking, oh, I'm going to be, you know what? I'm going to be an androgynous being who doesn't succumb to the temptations of sex, who doesn't do this and, you know, I'm going to change my pronouns and I'm going to do it. Ah, fuck that. That's not enlightened. That's extremist. That's extremist. Because now how do you live? How do you live? Because at any given moment, what situations can, how can you adapt to your situations? If you are not able to operate from both light and dark, you will not be able to adapt to the to the changing situations of society. You will crumble. Every enlightened person that I knew over the last five years, I seen how enlightened they weren't when they got locked in for COVID. Everybody was like, it just has to go back to normal. It ain't going back to normal, nigga. It ain't normal. Adapt and get ready for the future. That's what you have to do at this point. Adapt and get ready to the future. So you had those people who's like, I'm going to abuse, boost my immune system. You feel me? Yeah, those people say, I'm just going to get the shot. Different adaptation, different levels of enlightenment. Because now they just did the FDA, the very motherfuckers that approved the shit for the emergencies and all of the shit and all of this. They literally just came out. It's on YouTube. Um, the shit is called the like FDA diseases. It's like the FDA disease and biological something. Um, it's like a manifesto or some shit like that. It came out September 17th. So today's the 20th. So September 17th um, in it. And it's at the four hour mark in it. Four hour mark. They start talking about COVID and the COVID shots. They literally say the COVID vaccines don't work. They're not as strong as the immune system. They are killing people. They're fucking up menstruation for women. And it's something else that they said. And I said, oh, now you say it. Now you say it after these people done broke. And now you need booster shots. Now you need all this because it was never about a fucking vaccine. It was about getting your mRNA transmuted, but whatever. If you got it, you got it. If you didn't, you didn't. It is, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, that comes from enlightenment. Enlightenment isn't holier than now. It isn't, you know, standing above the rest. You feel me? It is being a human who can operate from both light and dark together. They walk hand in hand. There is no, I'm not going to do my light. I fucks with my dark side just as much as I fuck with my light side. You feel me? I fuck with my light side as much as I fuck with my dark side. And then I make them fuck with each other. You might see me do some, put some, come on, man. The podcast is called Profane Profundity. I put that shit together. You feel me? You got to put your shit together, too. You got to be able to put your lights and your dogs. They got to walk hand in hand. It ain't one above the other. You feel me? You hear, oh, my higher self has to do this. My lower self. See, that's what you do. You put it in a hierarchy. Higher self ain't any. any your higher self isn't any greater or worse than your lower self and vice versa. You you going to need each other. You going to need each other. That, that self has to walk hand in hand to be the same person. 
mirror images of each other. When I realized how much of my light was found in my darkness and how much of my darkness was found in my light, I said, it's the same nigga, Luigi. The same nigga, Luigi. <laughs> you feel me? But it took me to a place of being able to thoroughly understand that fully without separating the two. Because I can't. And once we reach a certain point in life, we spend the rest of our time trying to pick a side. I'm going to end with this. I seen this post. I seen this quote. It's like, um, there's two wolves that live inside of you, a light wolf and a dark wolf. One's going to win, right? And no, they say you have a dark wolf and a light wolf. And the little kid was asking the elder, he was like, so how do I know which one wins? He said, the one you feed the most. And I seen another one that took it a step further. It said, I feed both of them to feast on my enemies. It's like, you got to feed your darkness as much as you feed your light. You got to feed your light as much as you feed your darkness. Now, because I know a lot of y'all might be religious and, you know, heavily intertwined with certain things. I ain't saying shit about practicing demonism or none of that shit, satanic shit. No, that's not what the hell I'm saying. I get like, yo, because y'all be getting, y'all be pissing me off, bro. Y'all be pissing me. Are you a devil worshiper? Bitch, no. The fuck? Fuck out my face with that shit. Anywho, you got to be able to understand your light and your dark simultaneously together. You need both. You know? And Freemason, Jay-Z was like, Lord, forgive me. I never would have made it without sin. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many people, <laughs> how many people turn the cheek and couldn't get another? You, you try to turn the cheek to a motherfucker and you don't like. Mm. I don't even want to think about that. Cause that verse pisses me off. Cause I always think about the verse about spare the rise, spoil the child. And then I think about, you know, parents. The, the, the verse, children honor your parents for this right in the Lord, but then you know they 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 quote that shit, but then they never want to tell you parents don't don't they say parents don't stir your children up to anger. Hmm. Y'all don't want to listen to that one though, but whatever. But all in all, yo, the purpose of this episode was to talk about enlightenment, just from a different perspective, and give the expression of it being a matter of your polarities. Embrace both your darks and your light. Embrace the shit that people fuck with you for and the shit that people don't fuck with you for. Learn to make both of those work together in your favor. That's where your balance is. You know, people want to be fucked with so much they only live from this perspective. I've learned to incorporate both what people fuck with me for and what people don't fuck with me for. There's no, I'm not saying I'm being an asshole. I like to be an asshole or no shit like that. I don't. I don't. But... The the reason why I am the way that a motherfucker may not like is equally the reason why I am the way a motherfucker do like. And both of those are me. And I need to embrace both of those. And you should embrace both of those too. You feel me? I'm a talkative person. That was something growing up that I heard people say they didn't like about me. You talk too much. Oh, I embrace that shit. Yeah, your podcast. You feel what I'm saying? In addition to that, I give you words. I give you music. I give you jam sessions. Now, when I give those motherfuckers, it's always, yo, that was like, no, I'm talking too much. You feel me? I'm still talking too much, but I had to embrace that for myself. 
You feel me? Whatever it is that you have within you that is a part of your darkness, that is a part of what people don't like about you, embrace it. Whatever you have that is a part of what people do like about you, embrace that too. Make the shit meet in the middle. Make the shit meet in the middle correctly and and really be yourself. And that's when you walk into your enlightenment. You can't study this shit. You can't meditate on it. You can't ponder. You have to experience enlightenment. That's it. When you experience enlightenment, you'll be good. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there because this is long. It's an impromptu. So it wasn't, you know, it is what it is. But be sure to kiss your babies. Make sure to eat their vegetables. And start letting your kids embrace, like, their good and their bad side. Like, you feel me? Don't give them one over the other by the labels that you put them on. Because once you start calling a kid bad and shit like that, oh, you're you're bad. You you, you being bad. All they're going to do is embrace their bad side because that's what they're acknowledging. Now, when you always give them good and, oh, you're being good, you're gonna, they become obedient and all of that shit, they're only going to embrace their good side and they're going to be real passive bitches. Non-binary. But they're going to be real passive motherfuckers and shit. You got to learn how to find that balance and that fine tune. Allow your kid to be both sides, but learn how to teach them to con- teach them to control it. I don't know what word I just said, but it didn't sound like it came out right. But teach them how to balance those at a kid's age, which means you, motherfucker, have to know how to balance them as an adult and teach them how to balance their light and their dark. You feel what I'm saying? Teach them how to balance their light and their dark to where they can walk that fine line. You feel what I mean? And I'm going to end it with that. Yeah, go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.